Good morning, Rabotai. Good morning. Breakfast today is sponsored for the Rifuah Shalema. And in the Zechut of Bryson Mili Malka Hermon, Ariel Bat Lipsha, and Mili Malka Bat Ariel, sponsored by Yosef Hermon. We wish you a, uh, a uh, Rifuah Shalema Bekarov. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu is standing at the edge of the ocean. The Jewish people are praying their guts out that they should be able to be saved by HaKadosh Baruch Hu in some sort of miracle. A miracle, they don't even know how it's going to happen, but they're praying to Hashem with all of their hearts. Hashem turns to Moshe Rabbeinu when he says, Matitzak Eli, why are you screaming to me? So the Sifarim ask, what is God asking Moshe Rabbeinu? We actually just said this in the halakha upstairs. If ever there was a time that the Jewish people should pray to God, when is it? In that exact moment, when they have no options and they have no, there's no, you know, they have no tricks up their sleeve, they're praying to God. Isn't that what they're supposed to do right now? So the Baal Turim says something absolutely mind-blowing. He says, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, there's two tefillot, that you have uttered in, uh, in your life. And I think maybe perhaps we could extend that of Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, one tefillah is the mem, the 40 days that you were sitting up in the, uh, in the heavens and you prayed for the Jewish people that Hashem should forgive them the sin of the Egel. 40 days Moshe goes up. right? He goes up and he asks HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please, please forgive them. 40 days he prays. The other prayer that he prays is hey. So you have two prayers. One is 40 days, mem. The other one is, hey, is five. What five? We say it every single day when we open the Aaron at the end of the tefillah. El, na, refa, na, la. Five letters, five words. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Moshe Rabbeinu, there's two types of prayer that you pray. Matitzak Eli. When you pray to me, you pray in the mem, in the 40, the 40 days, and you pray in the hey. I thought maybe we could actually extend it that aside from the mem that we spoke about with Moshe Rabbeinu, there's another mem that Moshe prays. Mem, Moshe prays for the entirety of the time that they're in the desert. How many years are they in the desert? 40 years. So mem is also Moshe praying for 40 years for him to get, for him to get himself into Eretz Yisrael. There's different kinds of prayers that people pray. Hashem is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, right now is not a time to extend and to pray for a very long time. Now we need to do something. What was needed in that moment? What needed to be done? Our rabbis tell us that whilst the Jewish people had already elicited, we'd already got from HaKadosh Baruch Hu a desire. We'd already got from God the miracles that we deserved, in, that, we, that we needed in order to get to the Midbar, in order to get out to receive the Torah. All that was part of the plan. Everything was there. What was missing from the Jewish people was the Jewish people doing something. They needed to show an act of misirut nefesh. This concept, misirut nefesh, means when a person, literally it means you're risking your life, you're giving up your life for God. But our Chachamim explained to us that misirut nefesh doesn't just mean that you're giving up, you're saying, I'm willing to die for Hashem, you know, with an extreme, in the extreme version. Misirut nefesh means whenever you're willing to give up something. I have a miracle planned. You want to uncover it. Someone needs to do something. So I saw a beautiful, a beautiful example of, of uh, a beautiful story about this. There's a young uh, yeshiva guy. 
He walks into a little synagogue in, on, uh, in you know, Cholamoid Pesach. Anyway, between Minha and Arbit, they usually have someone, says a Devar Torah, the rabbi. This guy walks in, he's a yeshiva student. The gabai goes up to me, says, you know, you should say a few words. The yeshiva student says, well, I'm not a rabbi, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'm a speaker. He says, look, but you go to yeshiva, you have to speak. Anyway, the guy doesn't want to speak, keeps pushing him. Finally, the guy goes up to speak. He says, you know, the, the yeshiva guy says, you know, when the Jewish people arrive at the, the uh, edge of the ocean, they're terrified. Nobody knows what to do. In that moment, you know, it was a time for someone to step up to be the man. And who was going to be the man? In that moment, he says, there was a Jew. And that Jew's name was Gershon ben Aminadav. Everyone in the room says, what Gershon? Shu Gershon. It was Nachshon ben Aminadav. The guy ignores them completely. He says, and this guy, Gershon ben Aminadav, he decided he was going to make a move. So Gershon turns to his wife, and he turns to his children, and he says, kids, I don't know if I'm going to make it back. I'm running for the beach. But not every time you go in the water do you come out. You might have seen Jaws. Either way, you might, you know, who knows what's going to happen to me. I'm going to run for it. Hashem should save me. <laughs> Hashem should save you. Every, and his wife gives him a big hug and a kiss. And they're crying. They're giving hugs together. And Gershon decides that's it. He's making a run for it. Gershon runs everywhere. The people are freaking out now. Who's this guy? Gershon, he's this guy. I lost his mind. They're yelling at the Gabai. The guy told you he's not a speaker. He's not a rabbi. Why'd you push him to go up? Now we're hearing this ridiculous thing about Gershon ben Aminadav. Never happened. Anyway, the boy continues. He's ignoring everybody. He says, Gershon ben Aminadav is running down the beach. <laughs> he finally gets into the water. But you know what? And he's surprised as he is. As soon as he jumps in the water, who does he see in the water? This other guy called Nachshon ben Aminadav. And the guy says, he was too late. He took an extra few seconds, an extra few minutes, and for all eternity, anybody who says, Gershon ben Aminadav, he gets corrected by the whole school. No, 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 Nachshon ben Aminadav. There was somebody else that managed to be the man, someone else that managed to have the zechut, someone else that managed to be the catalyst for this great miracle that happened to the Jewish people. What Hashem was saying to the Jewish people is, now is not a time for long prayer, now is not a time for words, now is a time for action. Someone needs to show an act of misirut nefesh, and that will bring the beracha. But a lot of times we have an opportunity to do something special, do something good, and you know what we do? You know what we do? We hesitate. The, pisuk, the Mishnah tells us that when a person has a mitzvah that comes to their hands, we, we have a derasha from the pasuk from last week's parasha, mitzvah haba'al yadecha, Al tachmitzena. A mitzvah that comes to your hands, al tachmitzena. Don't miss it. Where do we learn that from? The Pasuk says, right? What is it? Start talking about mitzvah. What does it say about the matzot? Anyone remember the Pasuk? Matzot. No. Good, but what's the Pasuk? Ushmartem et a matzot. Says the what's said the Chachamim Shmatem et Hamitzvot Mitzvah Abali Adecha Al Tachmitzena. Something comes your head, do it right away. Don't say anything else. Don't think of the other Cheshbonot. Hazi, otherwise you wind up your Gershon. You know, I think all the time about this. You know, there's certain people in our community that are famous for being the pillars of the community. I don't think that they were the only ones that were trying to do good things for the Keilah. I think they were the ones that didn't hesitate. 
The ones that stood up, that built a school, that realized they needed mikveh, they went out and they started raising money for mikveh. I had someone in my office yesterday, yesterday talking about saving the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, customs and the culture of the Syrian community by helping people learn Pizmonim, reading the Torah, say, understanding Nusach of Tefillah, and he wants to start something that will be accessible to everybody. What a beautiful idea. But again, if nobody stands up, if nobody steps forward, nobody does it, then you stand there and you, know, and you have nothing happening. And the, the, the crazy thing about the Yamsuf is that I always say this. The words Yamsuf means Yam, which means the ocean. Suf is the Suf. same word as Sof. We always stand at something. We always stare at the end. We always stare at something that's in front of us. And we don't understand how we're going to get past it. That's always the way it is. But the reality is that those Jewish people that stood on one side of the ocean with fear on their face, with terror on their face, with uncertainty on their face... 20 minutes later, on the other side of the ocean, with elation, singing halal, everything. That means that between you on one side of a situation and you on the other side of the situation requires only one thing. It requires someone to take a step forward, to do something, to be Moser Nefesh, to have to trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Matitz Akelai, not time for long prayers. It's a time for short prayers. You say a short prayer. El Narefan Allah. And you charge forward and Bezrat Hashem. I think of many cases like this. Mila Hashem Elai. How long is that uh, prayer from Moshe Rabenu? Micha Mocha Ba'elim Hashem the Maccabees. They didn't have a very long prayer. It's four words. It was very short. So there's five, three tefillot that we just mentioned. One of five words. One of four words. One of three words. HaKadosh Baruch should bless us to be able to have the courage, to be able to do everything that we need to do uh, uh, in, the, in these moments and to bring the Berachah into our lives. Baruch Amen.